Come this Friday, the Oxford shooter will learn his fate, and we know that the judge in that case has opened the door uh, after the so-called Miller hearing to to make sure that he can face life without parole in prison. Meantime, his mother is trying to restrict what can be brought into court for her trial on involuntary manslaughter charges. Uh, WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne joining us live with the latest on that plea. Good morning, Marie. Everyone, trials for Jennifer Crumley and her husband James are set to begin in January. That's why we're seeing all of this right now. She has asked a judge to rule on whether or not the jury, in her case, should hear that her son Ethan tortured baby birds before his shooting rampage at the high school that claimed four student lives. Crumley's attorney argues that the details are extremely disgusting, sickening, and appalling and could be used against her unfairly. Ethan Crumley videotaped himself torturing and killing these birds. He hid the head of one bird under his bed for months and then brought it to school shortly before the killings. The Crumleys are the first parents in the country to be charged in a mass school shooting. They face involuntary manslaughter charges. They're accused of ignoring their son's mental health problems and instead buying him a gun instead of getting him help, the same gun that he used in that shooting two years ago. The prosecution has suggested the Crumley's parenting skills and lifestyle will paint a picture of irresponsible parenting. They have presented evidence of the couple having affairs, heavy drinking, pot smoking, the defense arguing that this is irrelevant to the case and would inflame the jury. The prosecutors argue the Crumley's could have prevented this shooting by telling the high school officials that their son had a gun. Both of them go uh, for separate trials, but uh, separate juries, trials at the same time. That starts on January 23rd. Ethan Crumley will be in court on Friday for sentencing. He faces life in prison without the possibility of parole. Do we, I can understand why they'd be fearful of this being prejudicial, but it also goes to the, the, this narrative that Ethan himself has placed out there and talking to therapists and through his pre-sentencing stuff, which is he repeatedly asked for help. And this could uh, certainly go to describing how badly he needed it. Yeah, that goes right to the core of the case, right? Because the parents are arguing, we didn't know this, so how could we possibly have prevented or done anything to try to prevent this shooting? We didn't know this was happening. So that goes right to the core here. So that's why um, Jennifer Crumley is really working hard with her attorneys to keep this type of evidence out of the trial. Now, uh, there has been a ruling that the uh, evidence of affairs will be kept out of the trial. Um, The judge ruled on that, saying that that didn't have bearing on what was happening here. But a lot of this other stuff will be allowed uh, for the trial, and we'll see how they rule on this particular item. And Marie, um, the parents have been separated. Their cases have been separated. So this is Jennifer Mm -hmm. Crumbly and her lawyers exclusively. Right, exactly. Now, uh, it'll be separate trials, uh, separate juries, but the uh, trials will take place at the same time. Also, keep in mind, you know, it was only a month or two ago that we learned about uh, this evidence that was discovered uh, in the form of a 
person in Florida that provided some kind of detail to this right. trial, we, we, to this case. We don't know what was said or what type of evidence it is, but apparently this was very important, and that's when the parents asked to have their trials separate, not together. Well, presumably so, it's a family member with yeah. maybe putting forth what they believe was evidence of neglect. And, and exactly. when that is entered into evidence, maybe other instances of, of neglect or failure to act uh, in the presence of of maybe some emotional problems that were illustrated in the in the in the kid, um, doesn't then that make the the bird torture mm-hmm. then valid because it shows just how far astray the child had gone because of the original neglect and how obtuse the parents were in realizing that something was wrong with their child exactly, um, you know and in the case of this witness. Um, it may be neglect or it may be the the inaction of the parents that's what that's exactly correct this person may provide some vital information on on that point either way uh marie this is going to be huge uh people watching uh, oh. this trial you know between you know with Absolutely. the parents that they're going to be looking at this and this may set precedent yeah. across the country Absolutely, it's going to uh, set precedents around the country. This will be a global, this will be watched globally because, again, no parent has ever been um, uh, charged in a school shooting. A lot of people are watching this. And how many have, how many times have all of us said and talking the parent, that that's criminal. Those parents acted in a criminal way. Well, now these people are actually facing those charges. Well, the, 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 the real misconduct was the fact when presented with these drawings mm-hmm. that no one ever said, oh, we do have a gun in the home. We, we should right. go check and mm-hmm. see if it's secured. Mm-hmm. And we'll also hear evidence as to whether or not it truly was secured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to that point, we understand that one of the first things that James Crumley did after hearing about this shooting, there's evidence to this, the first thing he did was to rush home to see where the gun was. Mm-hmm. So that goes right to that point that they knew that that, that could be a problem. Right. All right, Marie, uh, we will await. Uh, we, of course, yeah. will be covering uh, the sentencing on Friday, and we'll be giving you a preview as to what will go into the judge's consideration for an appropriate sentence for the Oxford shooter. Marie, thanks so much. Exactly. Thanks, guys. Do you guys reuse passwords? I try not to. Yeah. Convenience. Convenience and, yeah. and I mean, just because otherwise your brain is constantly cluttered mm-hmm. now. Thank goodness my laptop remembers a lot of them for me, and I can now use a fingerprint. And my, yeah, and that's how mine is, too, it's, and on my phones, you know, as but well. This hack at 23andMe, uh, all of the, 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 the 14,000 accounts that were hacked were hacked because, and their forensic analysis has determined this, because someone reused a password on multiple sites. And as other sites were compromised, they were able to coalesce all of these passwords and then go into the 23andMe. And, I mean, it was a treasure trove. So 14,000 accounts um, were compromised, but that exposed the information for 6.9 million people because on 23andMe, it's a little bit like Facebook, but we're all genetically connected because that's how we chart our relatives, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And... uh, and so, I mean, it raises the prospects. And they've got now social security numbers. They even, I think, kind of have your, if they wanted it, your 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 uh, DNA blueprint. Your genetic yeah. makeup. Yeah. Wow. 
I, I'm know. worried that, that perhaps a clone may show up. Oh, yeah. May show up. Here AI one day. and hope, all of that stuff. I hope you guys can identify him when he does. <laughs> uh, he won't be as. Smart the eyes will the be naked. Yeah. Yeah. He, won't, he won't be as testy as When we I ask am. a question, they'll be like, mm, I don't know. What's wrong with God? <laughs> right. He knows everything. But seriously, oh. how are you supposed to remember all your passwords? Every site you go to, every, it's so hard. Yeah. And there are, some, so hard. there are some where there's no financial dealings. Like, well, you know, for instance, your bank passwords. Absolutely, you've got to have very complicated, yes. unique passwords. But on other stuff. Like, and you would think, I think of 23andMe as kind of a benign website. Right. Well, it turns out it's not. Oh, man. Okay. You know, it's it's not, it's not one where you might say, well, yeah, I can reuse this just this one. So I went, to, by the way, and you can do this on, on your cell phone as well, and I have an iPhone. Uh, when you go to the password section, it has a, a little spot there that says security recommendations. It already knows how many passwords you've reused and where you've reused them. And it will tell you, hey, dummy. <laughs> yeah, and I look down. I it don't says, want to secure, I'm not going to tell you how many security risks I have, but it's in the triple digits. Oh God, you got to check it. it. This this is a great wake up call. Uh, yes, twenty three and me that reusing them can have not only consequences for you, but people you've never met because you may share some genetics. My fourth and fifth cousins several times removed <laughs> might might have been compromised i and i've got no notice that i'm among the 14,000 yeah but it certainly raises the the prospect that boy because we're all interconnected on some of these websites mm-hmm. you're not just hurting yourself you're hurting others when we come back going to be checking in with the skipper headed to the hall jim leland next on jr morning